Hello, welcome or welcome back to the Art Bruja podcast with me, your host, Arielis Estrella. Join me this week as we talk about how we can find magic and be present in our environment, how to use the elements, and how to find inspiration in your surroundings. Let's go ahead and get started. To be inclusive of everyone worldwide, I am making episodes that can be applied to anyone regardless of where they are, in their geolocation, or who they are. I want us to remember that we are a human family. We originated from Africa. We originated from indigenous people. And then over time, we just changed and we created these labels. And these labels are markers for states, but they're not something that you need to feel so divided over. So yeah, so this is inclusive of everyone worldwide. I'm going to be talking about how you use your environment and how you can tap into the magic of your environment. Um, so let's go ahead and start talking about that. So everyone is on some land and that land has ancestry and it has history. And you need to honor the land that you are on. You need to honor the natural land and support the natural land and be stewards um, for nature. So it doesn't matter whether you are in a city or whether you're in a rural area, a town, a village, um, you are most likely going to be interacting with that environment's natural life. And that means that you need to be in harmony with your natural surroundings and not, you know, letting the natural life overtake you in your space or you just completely dominate and bulldoze the space around you. There needs to be a balance. So to work with the magic is essentially tapping into the land that is present near you, understanding what plants grow there, maybe building a relationship with them, understanding the like climate that you are in, understanding the history of what your land was like occupationally and practically. Did you live in a like mining town? Did you live in a fishing town? Just look at the history and kind of tap into like, how do you fit into the present day environment? Like, living here in Los Angeles, there's a mixture of mountainous regions, of ocean, of beaches, of, you know, urban areas, of um, industrial areas. It's a whole, like, mix of environments. And essentially, all of it used to be indigenous land. And I just want to let everyone know that if you are on... Any land, honoring it means honoring honoring the people that were there first. So research what people were there before you, before settlers arrived, before colonization. Who were these people? Um, and really honor their ways. Like, you know, respect the natural environment. I don't think any magic or intent or just way of life will be sustainable if you are not in harmony with the natural environment and the spirits of that environment. You need to 
if you're not if you're not aware of what the spirit tar energy is, you at least need to not actively harm the space. You need to not be, um, you know, like a parasite onto the space. You want to be nourishing the space, cultivating the space, and coexisting with the space. And I feel like the spirits of that area will support you. Um, and you will be able to just carry out your life and your magic um, when you are in harmony. Obviously, we live in a modern society where there is constantly pollution everywhere. And we cannot necessarily help the fact that we add to it. Um, you know, if you're just out driving and you're listening to this and you don't have anything to eat, you're going to create some form of trash if you go out and eat publicly. So it's like, or if you buy groceries, you are creating trash with the bags or with the um, wrappings of certain grocery items. So like we are creating trash. So it's important that we dispose of things properly and understand that trash is going to go somewhere and it might be far away from your land, but it's going to impact another ecosystem. It's going to end up in waterways. So if you want any magic to be successful, we first and foremost need to be cultivating harmony with the land around us. We cannot be destroying it and expecting the magic of the land to want to be in our favor or help us or, you know, support any of our energy with their energy. So just make sure that you are honoring the land. And next, we're going to talk about the elements of magic. Um, the elements referring to the natural elements. So stay tuned. So when talking about the elements, you are I'm referring to the fire, water, earth, and air, and the spiritual element that's referred to as the ether or the quintessence. Essentially, you know, whether you're getting this through your activities, through your cooking, through your exercises, through actually being surrounded by the actual elements. Um, you know, you can foster a relationship with these things. And essentially, balance refers to the balance of all elements and the balance of the feminine and masculine. And it's just beautiful to see. Now, the elements also refer to archetypes of human emotion, like fire representing passion, water representing the emotions, air representing thought and mind, um, and earth representing the earthly realm, like material things and money. So it's important to have harmony with these aspects. Also, to remember that nature reflects human nature and everything that is above is also as below so you have to make sure that there is a balance and an awareness of these things in your life like for example if you want to see more fire energy and you want to see your passions in life really like become the center of your focus you would start adding more fire energy into your things start having spicier food start being around heat start cooking with more spice start wearing more vibrant red colors, you know? If you want to see more, like, emotional awareness, focus on the blues, focus on artistic expression, focus on whatever connects you to your emotions. 
So by being in balance with these elements and knowing how they are present in your life, you can also redirect the energies of your life and present them towards certain goals, um, whether they are short-term or long-term. It's up to you. So, yeah, there's there's some uh, examples of different elements. Like, you can do, like, garlic or cloves, cinnamon. Those are good examples of fire. Good examples of water are definitely, you know, different liquids, pools, focusing on, like, juicy fruit, focusing on bowls of liquid that can represent soups. There's just a lot of, like, water energy when it comes to different liquids and different things that we have in our home. And next, I would say for Earth, you can focus on vegetables, reconnecting to fruits, reconnecting to just whole foods instead of the more processed foods that we see nowadays. Um, you can cultivate a connection with the Earth. If you do eat meat, you can at least honor the life that was sacrificed for your, you know, meal to be prepared. I'm sure everyone does that, but you know, if you don't, it's a good it's a good practice to bless your food and to thank and be grateful for the fact that you have this meat, this life that was sacrificed for you to eat. Um and then to connect with air, you can get into thoughts, ideas, information. Social media, podcasts are a great example of different ways that air signs Air energy is present as ideas and thoughts are circulated and expressed. And so that concludes the part on elements. Um, I think you guys get the idea. And I also want to make sure that you guys have plenty of liberty in when it comes to doing more research on these things. Um, like when it comes to the elements, you can definitely expand. Like if you have more water in your chart, if you understand that you have been more emotionally attuned connect to water areas, connect to the ocean. If you have always been a very passionate person, connect to fire, connect to bonfires, connect to things that connect to your dreams and um, passions. Um, if you are an air person, connect to books and ideas and, you know, just research. I'm sure that's everyone's favorite uh, pastime as an air sign. So yeah, connect with these elements and find a balance of them in your life and just find things fo- flowing a lot smoother. So yeah. Now, I live in Los Angeles where there is a particularly large spiritual and alternative like um practice of spirituality that isn't just Christian. Um and even so, I try not to do too much public work just because I feel like I, I just don't feel like it's appropriate a lot of the times. It's just, like, families that, you know, are out at parks. Or um, I just feel like there's a lot of cops. Like, in Los Angeles, there's always cops running around. So I just feel like doing brujeria out in public is not really it. But I get to do it in the safety of my own home, the privacy of my own home. Um, but what I will say is that you can definitely incorporate... 
plants, like let's say you are focusing on the earth element, right? And you are trying to manifest more money. You know, everybody wants more money. You should work with the earth element. You should work with, since the pentacles represent the earth element and material substances are correspondence to earth, you can focus on, you know, different plants that are associated with money or prosperity. Like I have a pothos, which is associated with Jupiter, which is all about expansion. So you can definitely use herbology. You can use the plant, the natural world, um, especially a lot of natural plants around you, your environment. Work with the native plants in your environment and find out their associations. See if they're associated with any deities. See if you can work with them with herbology. See if you can use their different parts of the plant. Maybe you can make a tea. Maybe you can make a tincture. Maybe you can make a balm for your skin. You never know. But you want to be careful and you want to research. But um, yeah, furthermore, like if you want to combine different elements, like let's say you are going out into the world and you have a brilliant idea that you want to communicate and you want to keep this idea um, continuing. So you would work with like air because air represents ideas and thoughts and you would work with fire and you would make sure that it's a steady fire um, because that represents your passions and ideas and your goals and what inspires you to keep this fire going. So you might work with, honestly, like a lot of people don't realize that when they light a cigarette, when they light a joint, when they hit their bong, when they, I mean, this, these are very much like drugs, but um, <laughs> these have a bunch of different elements that they're working with. And it, it makes sense why people who smoke cigarettes kind of have this like will because they are working with the spirit of tobacco and they, um, with the wind and fire are kind of like fueling their ideas or movement, um, getting those points across, you know, they always, whenever um, people have like a really serious energy, they have a cigarette in their hand in movies, and they're just like ready to say what they need to say. Um, that is a good example of fire and air energy coexisting. So yeah, discover these elements in the natural world and really Work with them in your local sphere. Like, I know everyone's always hyping up big crystals. And, you know, crystals are beautiful. They are a great extension of earth energy. But you can work with fire through so much more. You can work with fire through candle magic. You can work with fire through incense. You can work with fire through even making your tea. You can work with fire through um, burning um, petitions. There's just a lot of different ways... You can work with fire that isn't smoking, but smoking, um, smoking tobacco and smoking cannabis are two ancient ways that our ancestors would use um, herbology and herbal magic to like essentially inspire them and find um, like inspiration um, in their time. So yeah, that is a good example of elementals. For me personally, I try and work with air energy. I am very much like air um, dominated. I also work with fire energy. I work with candles. I work with incense. I work with plants. I have a garden. I'm very much into herbology. I work with um, bodies of water. Like I live near an ocean, so I get to look at that and I use that as a meditative practice at times. Um, 
So yeah, it's just all about balance and you'll achieve it in time. Thank you so much for joining me this week and for listening. Um, Join me next week as we talk about the oncoming of the spring equinox and we'll dive into Pisces season and explore some of the characteristics of what's to come. So yeah, join me next week and take care. Goodbye.